Hey you and welcome to the latest episode of BAM Weekly. That's Boris and Matt Weekly, the show where we chat some sports, the show where we chat some entertainment, and then at the end we put it all together to chat some sports entertainment, better known as wrestling. Happy holidays. It's a busy week here on BAM. I'm Boris, and as always, I am joined by Matt. Bonjour. How's everybody doing out there? We hope you're doing well. Happy holiday season as we round into, you know, that whole time of year. Uh, Boris, how are you doing these doing days? Good. I've reached the level of the vacation where I'm not sure whether I don't give a shit about anything, um, but I don't give a shit about anything. Very festive. Very cool. festive. Uh, no, no, no. I like... Uh, I'm just cruising along at this point, to be honest. Um, still not ready whatsoever for, for Christmas and all that stuff. Uh, that That's a future Boris issue, really. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I'm just super busy, honestly, with all my side hustle stuff. Um, you know, th- and that's honestly keeping me super busy overall. But overall, things are going well. Can't complain too much. Um, but... Yeah, that that's that's pretty much it. Got nothing else to really say. How about how are things with you? Cool, man. Keeping you super busy and somewhat sane. Uh yeah, same. Just yeah, you're crunching down for the holiday season. You're running out of time though, homie. It's uh the evening of December nineteenth as we record this happy birthday sarah my sister i know you're not listening but uh anyway uh yeah man it's just like uh present boris is going to turn into future boris pretty soon you know they're gonna their paths will converge oh yeah yeah yeah, for (laughs) sure for sure but till then don't give a shit really (laughs) that's yeah i feel you that's kind of the best way to navigate the christmas season but yeah i'm kind of there just uh, trying to uh survive the next few work days and uh get home see some family and then start it all again in 2023 exactly that that's pretty much it right like um what else can we really say what else can we really do right uh so just some programming notes here on snme Obviously, the next couple of weeks, we have the best and the worst of 2022. This coming Sunday on Christmas Day, we have the best of 2022. And then the following week, New Year's. It is everybody's favorite episode as we bring to you the worst of 2022. And um, yeah, I think like I've been saying and I've been teasing. Everyone needs to listen to this uh, because there were some interesting choices for really both best and worst but i think worst uh, the the patron choices on some categories were, were very uh as the kids say sus <laughs> sus is a way to put it we disagreed with some of them but hey we love to hear it i think it made for some good debates it was a ton of fun to do the show it was a marathon but the the good kind you, you know the kind that leaves you wanting to do another marathon uh, we also have the top 122 of 2022, Boris, coming out. That's our BAM list of the best matches of the year. And uh, I don't know. I think we we're hoping to record that Friday the 30th or Saturday the 31st, depending on your schedule, depending on what's going on in the world. But, uh, yeah, we'll get it out at some point. Uh, it's going to be good. And we're talking some of the hardest cuts from that list on this show today. So that's going to be a lot of fun at the end of this program. Yeah, that that's that. Those uh, are always a lot of fun to do. One twenty two is a lot to get to, but those lists are always a lot, a shit ton of fun. Um, yeah, dude. I don't know what else. I'm I'm trying to think of like what other what other stuff is going on here in the world of S and So much, 
but yet nothing at all. And in the world of BAM, so much, and yet nothing at all as well. Yeah, well, you know, it's nice. It's a it's a Christmas uh, lull in most sports, although we had a little World Cup uh, just snuck in there. But yeah, man, lots, lots coming in 2023, I hope, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we'll see exactly where, where we end up. But without further ado, dude, let's just get to our stuff. Let's chat some NFL this past weekend. Had some Saturday games, had some Sunday games. The Saturday games, if anything, NFL Network has a better deal than Amazon because those, you know, two out of the three games were, were pretty damn good. The Colts and the Vikings kick things off and what everyone thought was just going to be an absolute shit show of a game, um, an absolutely one-sided affair turned into a nightmare if you were a Colts fan. Not just a Colts fan, but if you're Matt Ryan, because Matt Ryan is now on the receiving end of a couple huge, huge blow, like a I don't even know what you would call it, like comebacks on the other end, right? Like he was the the captain of the squad of the Atlanta team that lost the 28 to three lead. And now he loses this lead. He's the worst comeback in the history of the playoffs and the regular season have both come down on poor Matt Ryan. So yeah, tough beat for the Colts, tough beat for Matt Ryan. Uh, great if you're a Vikings fan, Justin Jefferson went off in fantasy. So that was nice for those who own him. And uh yeah, man, I, I, what can you say? The greatest comeback in the history of football statistically, although I, I, it's not going to be remembered as such, you know? No, exactly. Because it was a regular season game on some weird Saturday. Exactly, exactly. Get used to these Saturday games. Uh, people always forget that closer to the end of the season, NFL always experiments with these Saturday games. And unfortunately, after this past week, I think that we're going to be seeing some more games. The middle game, uh, I don't even remember who played in that middle game anymore. Yeah, actually, I didn't. I'll, I'll look it up real quick. But let's talk about the main event from Saturday. Um, you know, NFL and the, and the referees, you know, it, it, they're really not helping their case week over week of this whole is the NFL staged and rigged type of thing. Um, the calls <laughs> are just so inconsistent. It's unbelievable. There were calls like we, we, we've seen the Dolphins being called for some of the weakest absolute weakest pass interference penalties roughing the passer penalties over the past few weeks that we literally literally saw buffalo just completely cream and hold our wide receivers and nothing gets called um so i don't even know what the hell is going on uh, and and what gets to me is like these are pivotal games absolutely important games for both teams and yeah it's just like i know at the end of the day you know you can't let one call ruin your game but when it's a series of them all leading up to the eventual buffalo win it's uh quite frustrating especially when you hate buffalo and you like the other team that they're playing yeah feel you on that one as someone currently wearing a miami dolphins toque uh the, the middle game on saturday was uh browns over ravens browns 13 ravens three uh yeah but yes. no one gave a shit and then about the Bills- that game <laughs> but well, that, that's uh, that's that's why we forgot it. But uh, yeah, the Bills beat the Dolphins thirty-two to twenty-nine on Saturday night. Uh, some dubious calls, but I think I lean towards the first thing you said, where you gotta like it's not just one call; you gotta win the rest of the game. But when it becomes a series of calls 
man, the thing is, it's just an inconsistency, which you also said. That's the biggest problem with with officiating. And I get it because it's different people officiating different games at different speeds, different everything. You know what I mean? But there needs to be more consistency, especially in the NFL. Yeah, that's that's what it comes down to, right? Like they just need to. There needs to be a summit or something with the refs just because this is starting to get a little ridiculous. The NFL also needs to review how lenient they need to be for certain calls because, you know, the passing, the, like it, these are the two major ones, passing uh, or sorry, pass interference and roughing the passer. Those two are the most dubious calls that literally changes from referee to referee to referee. You know, a lot of people complain about the NBA and, you know, the, the fouls and how soft they can be. But imagine getting fouled and the other team automatically be given two points and the ball yeah. and something like that, right? Like that's the equivalent when when it happens, these these flags happen in the NFL, right? Like it's a it's usually a fifteen yard penalty or where the penalty happened, plus an automatic first down. And it just completely deflates any momentum that you had. And then, well, guess what? The players, the defensive players who get called on the penalty, they're not going to go hard because now the referees have their eyes on them. Yeah, exactly right. And it's it's just like, okay, for example, the New York Giants versus Washington Commanders game. Did you see the final play of that game, which was yep. a brutal, obvious pass interference the Giants committed on the Commanders, which was not called because of the spotty inconsistentness and that referee at that time did not want to end the game on a penalty did not want to you know what i mean he just let the giants win that one basically and it's kind of it's sus would be the word to use i think in this in this case yeah exactly and then take a look at the raiders and the patriots game where you clearly have the use of video why the f I, like i've gone on this rant on the world cup date about the use of technology if you're going to be using this technology. Use it consistently and make sure that it follows the letter of the law. Because then what the fuck is the point of having all this technology? Yeah, either like make rules that legislate you can only use it a bit. Or like where we're at right now, you have to just kind of get the call right, like you said. But there's a bigger story in that Patriots Raiders game. We have to talk about... One of the worst plays in the history of football, man. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, this one. So I was watching this one. Um, I, I met up with my friend Monica, and we were just uh, having lunch. And, and, and in the corner of my eyes, I can see this thing, entire thing go down. And I'm like completely just disassociated from the conversation and started watching the game. That's a, yeah, that's that's hilarious because a, a historic event was happening before your eyes. So I, it was funny. I actually saw a Reddit thread. I think it was on like just random like NFL Reddit. It might have been on like the Bill Simmons Reddit or something weird. But someone actually asked, why don't NFL teams throw more laterals? It seems as though like it works in rugby. And if you can get, practice it and get good at it, it could be like a major uh, you know, like uh, advantage that nobody is exploiting. So we kind of saw why no one tries laterals because oh. at the end of a tie, it's, it's different. Not... It just made me think. Yeah, it just made me think of that that thread that I read like two days previous, and I was just like, it was just in my head because this is why teams don't try laterals though. Because at the end of a tie game, it was twenty four twenty four Patriots and Raiders. The Patriots have the ball. It ends up with the running back Ramondre Stevenson 
Watson at the sideline throwing basically a, a, a 15 yard backwards Hail Mary. What would you call this pass? A crazy lateral that I guess was meant for Mac Jones, which in and of itself a terrible idea. Boris, that's not the man who should be getting the ball. But uh, yeah, man. So it just it leads to an interception. This man literally throws the ball directly to the other team and the Raiders romp into the end zone after expatriate Chandler Jones embarrasses current Patriots quarterback, Mac Jones and stiff arms him like a child throws him, throws him to the ground. Like he's seven years old. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Throws him the way that you throw your kids after you beat them in a game of Mario Kart. (laughs) <laughs> just like even like I don't know like a little dog would barking at your feet like get out of here just kicked him away like he wasn't even there and romped into the end zone and the Las Vegas Raiders beat the Patriots because they literally literally threw a game away I've never seen that I've watched a lot of football my since I was like I don't know 12 or 13 I've been watching the NFL I've never seen anything like that especially in a tie game mm-hmm. that's something the Patriots would traditionally do if they were losing by three or six or ten you, you see shit like this a lot in college not a lot but it's a little more commonplace in college football. Okay. Um, but, yeah, here's the thing. I'm all for the rugby game in terms of trying laterals and whatnot. What they did last night was not smart. They're fucking <laughs> lob. They're, they're hill marrying it. They're not lobbying yeah. it. They're not passing it. That You're literally, you might as well just close your eyes and just throw it up in the air and whatever team catches it, catches it, right? Like that's, well, that's, that's basically that's what thing. it was. That's literally yeah. what it was. Um, not literally, but that space, yeah, uh, you know what I mean. But yeah, like, but I'm all for the use of laterals and all that fun stuff, especially now that we're at a point in football in the NFL where I'm pretty sure every single team almost has the same playbook, but a variation of stuff. Uh, so, you know, everyone does, you know, the flea flicker and stuff like that to change things up. So why not use laterals like a, um, like a rugby team? It's very effective when it works properly. I E Buffalo bills beating and upsetting the Titans in the playoffs in 1998. That's true, but yeah, that's one example, and you have to go back to that point. Didn't the Dolphins uh, fuck Just up the Patriots year once the year real bad? That, yeah, they did it. yeah, they right? Did it yeah, yes, they did. Yes, they did. Yeah. But yeah, so it, few and far between they are, but that's because they're attempted rarely. But it does, it does happen a lot at the end of uh, somewhat close games, and it has never gone this poorly, ever, Sorry. ever, ever. It's the Titans doing it to the Bills in the playoffs because I remember being happy, and I also remember your favorite wrestler, T wearing a Titans jersey in Buffalo the next time that they were in town, and it just like got booed out of the building. That's the best thing he's ever done in his career. That and that one match against Shawn Michaels in July of 1995. Yep. Um, but yeah, yeah, the NFL. Like, so yeah, I'm all for doing laterals and stuff like that. But just don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Don't make it look like it's the stupidest thing and it's literally off the cuff. Like, I want to see. Look, if you start doing this, I can honestly see the game changing. It's like introducing the alley oop in basketball, like the introduction of this three point game. Honestly, it's the revolution. It's going to happen sooner or later. You're going to see teams doing this more. You think, eh? I, I do think see, so. That's like, 
I, I kind of had vibes of that when I was reading that post. I was like, I wonder, you know, because there's always innovations in sports. I wonder what the next big innovation will be in any sport. I think in baseball, we're going to see a lot more hitting to the gap next year. We're going to open up no. the game a little bit. No, we no. won't. The, the, the batters no. can't bat. There's a reason no, why they took away the, the, the shift because the batters suck nowadays. Well, we'll see guys like Whit Merrifield choke up and work on that contact bat 310. You heard it here first, Boris. You hope so. You hope yeah, these I idiots hope, are learning I, how I to do. direct their bats and their hits. Like, I do. You would hope so. You would hope so. You would hope <laughs> I, I, that teams like Spain and other teams in the penalty kicks actually practice them in football. You would mm, hope so. That, Feels like a good segue to me, Boris. Uh, what what do you have to say about the World Cup in a nutshell? Because you already did a fantastic job I was on the gonna, World Cup date. I was literally going to say, go listen to the World Cup date. That's where I, I have all my thoughts. No, but really, um, World Cup date, BAMSportsEntertainment.com. It's a BAM Sports exclusives. Um, look, I'm not an Argentina fan whatsoever. I am not an. I'm not a Messi fan whatsoever i am i just hate ronaldo that much that i wanted messi to win <laughs> sorry i just took a drink of beer and almost spit it literally out of <laughs> what it came down to that's okay it i that's respect it it i hate ronaldo that much and i always have always never have i liked that player so a victory for Argentina and a victory for Boris in the end. But no, I, no, no, I do it's, think it's not even a victory for Argentina. Not even a victory for Boris. It's the loss for Ronaldo that he will go down in history never <laughs> winning a World Cup. That gives me a half chub. <laughs> would you have gotten a full chub if Argentina had beaten Ronaldo in the final? Oh, I would have. If, if it was Argentina-Portugal? I would have gone 6-12 to 12 <laughs> faster than you can say, hey-ho. Like at 6 to midnight, just going AEW full gear? Yeah, Holy man. Holy fuck, bud. Yeah, man. Holy. Been a, been a, uh, it would have been an all, all uh, freaking... And, uh, oh, I don't even know. CM Punk's got nothing on... His rant's got nothing on how... <laughs> It would have been a regular brawl out, Boris yeah. just unleashing unleashing gripe bombs across the city. Exactly. That is disgusting. No, Why but would seriously, you say that? Um, <laughs> it, for me, what it comes down to is this. It was a tale of two games, and I know I say that a lot, but yesterday it really was the case. For about 79 minutes, you thought that Argentina had this. Argentina was literally literally running circles around France, making France look stupid, right? And you're and then even the commentators yeah. started using the excuses, oh, the French team reported that there's a flu or a cold running through their camp. Yeah. Definitely, sure. like around around the the start of the second half because the first half had gone so poorly for France, they were they were leaning into that narrative big time. I found that to be surprising. But, but then, then what happened the next of 40 minutes, right? Like they managed yeah, they, they, they better. Hallelujah, <laughs> sacre bleu, everything is good. <laughs> Healed up pretty god dang quick. Yeah, no doubt. And Mbappe took the game over, man. It is what it is. Like, it was an absolutely brilliant performance from the two probably best football players alive. I guess Belgium's Kevin De Bruyne would have a, a claim at it as no, well. Right? Not no, at all. Not that fucking fraud. 
No, no, he's a fraud. He's a oh, fraud. Okay. No, I just thought like, that I, I thought that we said that on a podcast like a month ago, maybe. A you month. guys all said it. <laughs> Fair. fair. I, I made my 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 uh my thoughts very clear about that entire Belgium team. I believe that's true. That is accurate. You can check the tape. Boris was loudly declared they were frauds, and I guess in the end you were right. Um, yeah. Here's like yeah, we did have probably the two best like playing uh, players, active players playing against each other. I love the narrative of like those conspiracy theory nuts. You know, it's in Qatar. Qatar owns PSG. Mbappe and Messi play for PSG. Yeah, they also play for the two best international countries in terms of football. So tranquilo, everyone. Man, I'm 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 going in hot today. I love it. Fucking hot Boris. Hot takes with hot hot Boris. <laughs> but right? no, like, man, you're completely right. I I, I agree. I I'm, I'm here. I'm sipping on this beer. I'm uh having a good time, buddy. No arguments of, on my you know part. I'm hot because all your delays didn't allow me to get a beer. God damn my it. My delays. <laughs> yeah, I've, I I have delayed this pod. This was all my fault. These delays were all my fault today, and I do apologize no, 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 to no, everyone. No 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 no. Don't worry. No, it's. Um, I apologize to everyone except hot Boris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because this, you like this hot Boris. Um, <laughs> Let's pump the brakes just a bit, but, I do, I do but you're not wrong. Like that <laughs> also, you're not wrong. You're killing the levels. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, well, this is our first day on new uh, software, so I apologize. Though it actually sounds better, but yeah, I need to uh, maybe be more uh, as as one wise man once said, "Tranquilo." Yep. Uh, yeah. It was a great game at the end of the day. Here's the thing. You you could probably find 122 games better than yesterday's game, but no game had the significance. No game had the eyes. No game was a World Cup final, right? So if you quantify it the way that we talk about wrestling and, and, our, and our rating system, if you put all that together, yesterday was a five-star match. And you can't teach that. (laughs) Oh, man. I am rock hard with rock and roll. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a new day. Yes, it is here on Band. This is why we record at 7 in the morning usually. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Uh, Yeah, man. I, I think the only question is, is Messi the GOAT? Is he the second? best of all time is he the third or fourth is it is he better than maradona okay. does it matter is he on the jordan pele level now here's, here's the thing who's better and i'm and and this isn't a question for you matt this i'm, I'm asking you the listener who's better lebron james or michael you. jordan hmm. right hmm. it's it's like asking that question you're gonna get you know you're gonna get 48 people saying LeBron, 48 people saying uh, Jordan, and then four people being stupid and saying something like Scottie Pippen. (laughs) If anyone says Pippen, they should be kicked out of the conversation, although Pippen is amazing in top 100 for sure. But but you know what I mean, right? Let's Let's say someone like Kobe. Let's throw Kobe into the mix. Perfect. Perfect name. Perfect name. I just tried to be funny. Um, Right? Like, it's so hard. It, it's a debate that can rage on forever. It's like saying who's the best batter in MLB history. Is it uh, uh, Steroid McGee, um, Barry Bonds, or 
you know, uh, Babe Ruth, right? Different era, so many different things to consider. It's the same in football. Pelé and Maradona, they played in completely different eras than people like uh, the fraud Ronaldo and Messi, right? Like, it's just two (laughs) completely different eras. You can't compare them. Um, So there's no point in comparing them. But what I like to do is saying that they are in that five-star level of Pelé's I'm not a fan of Maradona, but he's a fantastic player, and I will never take anything away from that. So, yes, I would put those three in the same, like, top tier. And then right under that tier it was someone like a Cristiano Ronaldo and stuff like that, right? Like, again, not going to take away his uh, God-given talent, but that's neither near here nor there. Yeah, I think that makes, uh, man, it makes a lot of sense. Basically, what you're saying is no matter what you say, and it doesn't really matter what your conclusion is, Messi has to be in the conversation now, right? Yeah. Yep, exactly. And, and, yeah. And because, like, the way that I started yesterday's show is by literally um, listing the accomplishments that this guy has. Do you know how long it took me to list everything out? It was staggering. I listened to the show, man. It was staggering. It was awesome, though, to just hear it read. You actually ran out of gas a little bit, and I don't blame you because it was like, we're not Excalibur. No, no, man, there's only one Excalibur. One minute, 45 seconds. Scrummy, scrummy, scrummy. scrummy. Ooh, 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 Boris. (laughs) One minute, 45 seconds. That's how long it took me to read out all of his, um, everything he's won, including a second place world cup spot but he never won the big one he never it always eluded him right it always eluded him it's like the uh you know might as well call them the 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 the, the uh the Rhodes family and the wwf title yes they just never got adrenaline. the big one so at the end of the day right the argument that a lot of people use for messi not being the goat and ronaldo not being the goat is their international career it's a little unfair because it's only one player. And, and football, it's not just one player who can win it. But, again, conversation for another podcast. Um, but now that he has it, not only did he win the big one, not only did you know they, they convincingly win, don't bring up penalty kicks, um, but... He was a huge part in that win, right? So, yes. Yes. I think. Yeah, man. And at the end of the day, as long as he wins that World Cup, which he did and Ronaldo didn't, I am a happy camper. Like I said, that's (laughs) all it came down to for me. That's good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, again, <clears throat> congratulations on all your success. But no, man, I, I uh, that, that's all it comes down to for me as a super, super casual fan. It was one of the most memorable soccer games, football games that I've ever seen in my life. Definitely one that will stick with me forever. For the rest of my days here on this earth, I will remember that World Cup final. And I do think it catapults Messi into that conversation. And I think it's a historic sporting event. And uh, for those keeping track out there, I believe the correct answers are uh, Jordan, Pele. Actually, no, we're going to go with Milan Borion, Canadian (laughs) goalie. No, Jordan, Pele, Brady, uh Barry Bonds for sure and begrudgingly Wayne Gretzky although the best the most god gifted hockey player of all time is Mario Lemieux and Wayne will tell you himself but Wayne Gretzky is the best hockey player of all time because he destroyed the NHL he destroyed it beyond recognition 
Yeah, he 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 basically changed the way that people played uh, to counter everything that he brought. If yeah, absolutely, this is the thing, and this is why I don't think Steph Curry gets the respect he deserves. If you change the game, the way that a game is played, and people have to play differently to counter you, and come up with new ways to counter you, I'm sorry, but. You're one of the best there is, one of the best there was, and one of the best there ever will be. I a trillion percent agree. I could not agree with you more. And, brother, I think Steph Curry, if he wins two more titles, if he ties Jordan, people might start thinking he's the GOAT. His career is going to age even better in the long term because of exactly what you just said than we, are, than we uh, you know, give him credit for now. Like, Steph Curry is absolutely incredible he is a goat contender i would rank him higher than kobe bryant Damn. on my list i was literally about to say that i'm a kobe mark i'm a kobe simp i'm team la <laughs> uh right but like at the end of the day other teams didn't need to change the way that they play against kobe right no, it just sometimes Kobe went off for like 82 points, for example. But yeah, no, you're exactly right about that. They did not. He didn't change the sport fundamentally forever. Steph Curry has that alone is top 10 status. Mm -hmm. Plus, he has MVPs four championship rings. If he retired today, he is one of the 10 best ever. Yep, exactly. That's exactly it. So, yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's funny. Not sure how we got it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I was just gonna say, not sure how we got on Steph Curry out of that, but yeah, good soccer game. One of the best I've ever seen. One of the most memorable of my lifetime. The most memorable, probably. Right? Like, with, like you said, stakes and everything. A five star soccer match. It was good stuff, man. Lots of fun. Where does uh, where does Canada go from here? Find out on the Boris and Phil podcast. Coming to a coming to a phone near you. Yep, well, winter 2023. I, I say that like if winter doesn't start in three days. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> February, February, late February, when the MLS season starts, um, it's going to be, we have some interesting stuff planned, right? Like, again, I don't think people realize, like, the work that Phil and I did uh, with the Voyagers, with the Red Patch Boys, with um, the MLS with the CSA, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you know what? We're going to use this newfound forum that we have, and we're going to keep doing what we do. Uh, we're going to let the people in charge of those groups do what they do best, and Phil and I are going to do what we do best. Talk shit? Talk tons of shit about people. <laughs> to their faces. All right. I love Here's it. a fun I love story. It. I've seen it. Here's a fun story. <laughs> Here's a fun story. All right. So uh, when TFC was like at its worst, just embarrassing season after embarrassing season, and they had the fucking cojones to raise the season ticket price year over year over year. We were looking, we were staring defeat in the eyes, and um, MLSC wanted to raise the season ticket prices, something ludicrous, like 50%. So <laughs> that's that's absurd. That's absurd know. on a good on like a good day after a championship. Anyway, please continue. I don't even know how or why, but I just like it like 100 percent. My idea was, OK, we're going to do a protest and this protest is going to be the green protest green with uh, uh, money. Right. So 
everyone wore green instead of yes. red because it really stands out in the stands. Uh, and 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 we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that and we're gonna get attention. Uh, I actually had a New York Times article written. I called in a favor, and New York Times, MLSE, and TFC just getting completely shit bricked uh, because of what they're doing. I remember the week leading into this game when we did this. MLSE got wind of what we were doing. They called Phil and I into their office. It was me and Phil and three executives, including Tom and Selmy at the time. <laughs> really? Oh, my yeah. God. Well, okay, we got to go back a little bit. When you say you called in a favor, do you mean to, like, Chris Moltisanti? Who did you call a favor to? To get uh, something in the New York Times. Can you just do that? Call in a favor and get bam at some fucking pub. <laughs> I could, but we're not worth it yet. <laughs> <laughs> yet well <laughs> yet all right begrudgingly i uh accept everything you've said on this podcast no man that's i i'm interested to, I, i'm interested to hear the stories and, and more than anything like you and phil have put a lot of time in. you love the game and uh yeah you, you only get one fucking spin around on this planet man you might as well talk about what you love if you're going to be a podcaster and just have some fun with it so exactly I, i'm excited i'm excited to hear it, brother yeah, so long story short, we had Tom and Selmy and two other executives from TFC sitting in front of us, and they're like, uh, you know, what are you guys doing this weekend? And I literally told them step by step by step what the plan is. Like, we're going to shit talk you. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Look for a New York Times article. And because I told you ahead of time and it gets shit bricked, I know who did it. So you guys are fucked. Um, so yeah, it's just, again, I'll, I'll elaborate another day, but yeah, those are the types of the things that Phil and I, uh, managed to get done. <laughs> and is a large reason why you're no longer involved with TFC, I'm sure. Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, there's, yeah, it's just so time consuming. It's, it's unreal how time consuming it was, but... If you look at the state of football, soccer, whatever you want to call it, back in 2006, 2007, when all this started, and where we are now, it's stuff like that, right? Like, like the groups and, like, the Voyagers and all the work that they've done. Look where we're at. As they say on that podcast and the uh, what's-his-face uh, meme, look at us now. Just look at us now. Hey, I, I mean... We were in the World Cup just like a second ago, and two teams in our group, the group of death, made the final four. So, hey, man, uh, we thank you for your service, big homie. Yep. All right. What else is on tap? Uh, well, I guess I, I just briefly before we get out of uh, this stuff and start talking wrestling, I want to talk some entertainment because uh, in video games, randomly, I was just playing on the Nintendo Switch and I saw there was a Skyrim anniversary update. I was like, what the heck is this? And it turns out Skyrim just randomly added a ton of shit to their video game. So if you're a Skyrim fan, go check that out. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's I'm sure that there's a lot of people and you're playing this what on Switch. I am playing on the Nintendo Switch. Yes, I, I I don't mind it. It's cool to have handheld Skyrim. I said that very weird. Handheld Skyrim. It's uh, you know, it's it's not too bad. I, when they first did this update, I guess it was pretty laggy, but I just got it, and it seems to be running very well for me. So what they've added, there's a vanilla like free update if you just play Skyrim. You don't have to buy any DLC, and they've added uh, fishing, like full out. 
you can go out on lakes and catch rare fish and treasures and all stuff uh, kind of similar to ocarina of time i have not yet tried out the fishing but it seems cool all right there brawn breaker exactly right just a little, a little video game fishing who doesn't love that although there is a funny thing about playing video game fishing which i guess is the same video game anything but it just feels like i should be doing real fishing what? anytime i fish what? on video games you what's know? the difference between real fishing and video game fishing we can have a legit debate that is the exact same shit you know what the difference and, and now is now i pissed off every fisher <laughs> yeah for sure for sure i'll tell you what the, the difference is vitamin d it's healthier for you to be outside. That's yes, the difference. True enough, true enough. <laughs> but Look, uh, I've never gone fishing. Always really? wanted to. Always wanted to. But oh, yeah, you man. think a Latino family is going to go on a freaking boat and tie strings <laughs> to the end of sticks, throwing said string in said water and wait like idiots? Uh, Boris, uh, if you ever come up up north, fucking, uh, I'll get you fishing one day. But yeah, man, that's uh, I, I understand. That's hilarious, buddy. That's so funny. But yeah, so they added <laughs> have you, they, okay. they added fishing to the game. <laughs> have you ever gone to the jungle and slashed banana leaves with a machete? That's the shit I did. Is <laughs> <laughs> that what you did? <laughs> really? I don't. I don't know. Okay. No, no, I haven't. Not <laughs> but, <again. laughs> I was gonna say where Mississauga? I don't, I don't know where you were doing that. <laughs> but oh, man, what else did they add to this friggin' game? I guess you can befriend pets now, Boris. That's cool. They expanded the whole like animals. Like, there's way more animals. Even when you're walking around, it's noticeable. So, what's the difference between that and a Tamagotchi? <laughs> I, I, that's that. Now, that is a, a, a good question. That uh, it's more elaborate on Skyrim. Um, <laughs> Yeah, anyway, I Skyrim Anniversary <laughs> Edition. feel like I was more prepared for this segment and it got derailed a little bit. But <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, no, man. I, I love it. I uh, It's fucking, it, you know, low importance content. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> 13 <laughs> hours funny. ago, we should have recorded this. <laughs> I think this I, is, I'm liking where we're at right now. This is literally why, because by 8 p.m., you get you get you get this Boris, <laughs> groggy half in the bag. Although you're not even half in the bag, you're fully out of bag, Boris. Right now, Boris hasn't been in any bag in a while, so <laughs> could mean a lot of things. I'm just gonna let that one hang out there for you a know second. Exactly what I meant. Just gonna let it hang out for a second. All right, do you want to talk about some professional wrestling, big homie? Let's talk about some professional wrestling. Oh man, oh, you know what? There's a there's a rant I want to do, but I do this do rant it. on one of the on one of the specials coming up, so I'm gonna save it. All oh, I'm gonna us, say is a little taste, get a little taste, just a little taste. All I'm gonna say <laughs> is New Japan Pro Wrestling has pissed me off. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, that's good. Get a little a little taste of glory, see what it tastes like, and uh, definitely check out those episodes. It's going to be a lot of fun. I, I I hope Mike just puts the whole thing out on YouTube. I think he we should. should just put the whole thing out he on should. YouTube. We should. We should. Um, but yeah, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. They had one job. One job. <laughs> and it, it makes you wonder if there was a reason, like a, a booking reason why we're not getting FTR versus Aussie Open 2. I wonder if there's, uh, yeah, if FTR is maybe going back home to WWE, perhaps maybe they're just 
or, I don't know, just wrapping up with New Japan. Or Tony Khan doesn't want them to lose because I think that Aussie Open will eventually beat them. They're not FTR's not losing to Yoshihashi <laughs> and Goto. I'm sorry. What was that voice? I think they are. I think they are losing. I I'll, I'll bet you on that. I'll bet you. Uh, if I'll bet you a pitcher of beer. If a pitcher Yoshihashi, of beer. That, yep. If Yoshihashi is a yep. champion on the set on January fourth. 2023. I, I I don't know what the year of wrestling is going to bring us. Oh man, it could be it could be really wacky. I'll I'll give you I'll give you some wacky. Let's do let's do bold predictions next week. We did bold predictions last year. I don't know if any of them came true, but they're oh. all going to come true this year. This guy, you got one. Oh, I got, got the, one. I got two big ones. Number one, oh, Cody really? Rhodes to WWE. That was a fucking joke. Number two. The destruction of AEW. Didn't think it would get that bad, but I said the honeymoon, <laughs> and I don't mean destruction. I'm not saying the companies are going under. Tranquilo, everyone. What I'm saying, and what I said last year, was the honeymoon phase is over, and boy, oh boy, is the honeymoon phase over. Look at you. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I'm. I was a big. I, I shouldn't say I was because I still love AEW. But like, yeah, I was a huge fanboy. I had free tickets to Rampage after Dynamite in Toronto, and I didn't even go because I didn't like Dynamite in Toronto that much. And yeah, I was just. I'm very disappointed with how uh, AEW has ended up over the last uh, couple months, man. I just it, it it Jeff Jarrett so much. Jeff Jarrett, it pisses me off. You might say, ain't he great? No, the answer is no. Uh, <laughs> so, do you want to uh, do you want to review Impact or what are we doing? Yeah, let's let's talk some Impact. It was actually an okay episode. Nah, it wasn't that good actually. Now that I think about it, considering I reviewed it for SlamWrestling.net. Um, ah. This is this is my issue with Impact. Listen to this to the matches. Match okay. number one: Eddie Edwards versus Delirious. Ah, in 2022, that's, yeah, Eddie Edwards weird. versus Delirious. 2009 ROH match, right? Like, Yeah. Yeah. What else Eddie, we got? Eddie Edwards won. Surprise, nice. surprise. That was okay. that. They did a bunch of bullshit with the Code of Honor and stuff. Eddie Edwards beats up Delirious. Jonathan Gresham makes his re-debut in Impact. Oh, interesting. The octopus man, Jonathan Gresham. I like Jonathan Gresham. I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, say what you will. Like, maybe uh, he was almost made fun of uh, a little bit uh, amongst wrestling fans. But this man has worked his ass off. I appreciate his hard work in professional wrestling. And I hope he continues to wrestle and make a living in this business. Like, I have absolutely no ill will or hate toward Jonathan Gresham. Go get it. PWI's number 10 wrestler of 2022, Jonathan Gresham? (laughs) That's that was, I, it says, I says love right Jonathan there, Gresham. I love Jonathan Gresham. But you I know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, exactly. But that no, the point uh, well illustrated, man. That was exactly fans were making fun of him because the word on the street was that this man went to Tony Khan, which I guess, to be fair to the fans who made fun of him, it's fucking hilarious. Okay, it's but true. here's the thing. <laughs> Okay. Well, can, can I just say it just quickly? Sorry. He went to t- apparently. Yeah, yeah. He went apparently. He went to Tony Khan with the PWI 500 and said he was top 10 ranked 
on the PWI and thus he deserved to be pushed. And uh, who knows what happened from there, except he's out of AEW and Ring of Honor and now he's an impact force. Please continue. It's Tony Khan. That argument 100% could have worked on that guy. <laughs> that's a really good point. Know your audience, right? That's a goddamn, that's a, that's a strong no one, point, brother. No one ever brought that up, but it's like, that's a strong if, point. if that's a way that you're going to negotiate with someone like a Tony Khan, good on you. That's a strong point. I I respect it, buddy. That's a, you're right. I hadn't heard that before and I can't argue it. So, uh, yeah, man. I don't know. We could talk. We could talk some. Uh, let's continue to talk this impact thing here. And uh, what else was on this card? Josh Alexander pissed off Scott Demore a little bit. Scott Demore reminded Josh Alexander that he's facing Bully Ray in a few weeks. Cool. So Bully Ray still monster heel on this program. Yep. Bully Ray beat cool. someone in one minute six seconds. His name was John Skyler. Oh, I've heard of John Schuyler before. I think he's uh, he's been around. Anyways, uh, possibly like AEW Dark a few times. Probably. One minute, six seconds, Tommy Dreamer comes out. Basically, Bully Ray admits that, yes, he did, in fact, beat everyone up that he was accused of beating up, and he just played Tommy Dreamer like a fiddle. Mm, yes, so he is the coolest baddest ass of all characters on this show awesome really yep. cool matt cardona and brian myers face decays crazy steve and black taurus that was actually a good match however thank you impact for only giving us four minutes 30 seconds of it because you had the longest commercial humanly possible right in the middle of this match Ah, it sucks. Just it's tough for TV wrestling. You got to pay the bills. I understand, but also like it's a valid complaint on your end, man, because it's it's brutal. It really sucks. Allen Angels versus Sammy Callahan match only went seven minutes. I don't know, man. Impact was doing so good. These matches aren't bad, and I know that they're TV matches, but it feels like I'm watching an episode of NXT sometimes. Yeah, no doubt. It seems like the. Uh... For lack of a better term, the work rate has gone down or something, right? Like, we're not getting those good matches that we were getting every week, it seems. Boopender Gujar and Joe Hendry faced Johnny Swinger and Ziggy Dice. Johnny yeah, see, Swinger <laughs> in 2022. And you know, like, I'd almost rather see him than Zicky Dice. No, I don't mind Zicky Dice, but that's a jobber team if ever there was one. And guess what? They lost in three minutes, 16 seconds in an okay match. That went about uh, two minutes, 59 more than I thought it would. All right. Main event, though. Main event was worth it. If there's any match that you're going to watch from Impact last week, and that's Heath and Rhino versus the Mortar City Machine Guns for the Impact Tag Team Championships. And your winners in 15 minutes, the Motor City Machine Guns to pick up the Impact Tag Team titles. I'm loving this. Loving this. Loving the fact that the Motor City Machine Guns, and I know I'm making fun of like Bully Ray and Johnny Swinger, but they're not in the level of the Motor City Machine Guns when they can still go as if it was 2009. 
Yeah, man. Well, at the end of the day, the tag team titles are a lower position on the card than the world title. It's just a fact. And the Motor City Machine Guns are much better than Bully Ray at this stage in the game. So, of course, it's less egregious that they win the tag team titles. I think they're a, a great choice to be the Impact Tag Champions. In fact, I would argue that the issues that you have with Bully Ray are more suited to be taken up with Raven or uh, not Raven Rhino and Heath Slater. You know what I mean? Then they would be with this team like Rhino and Heath deserve them less than the Motor City machine guns, especially in TNA. So uh, I like this title change. That makes a lot of sense. I uh, I'm not going to watch that match under any circumstances. You can't make me, but I'm sure it was OK. Yeah, I won't even joke around and say that is good enough for the list because it's not. Lots of wrestling out there, man. We have some really good matches that we have to cut from this list coming up this year. One last thing. Okay, we're going to do our bold predictions next week, but I'm going to give you one right now that we're talking impact. Ooh, hit me, hit me, hit me. Scott Damore will leave Impact Wrestling in 2023 and be head of creative for AEW. Wow, that is bold. Okay, write that one down. Fans, please, listeners, if anyone's out there hearing this podcast, please hold Boris to that one in 2024 when we 49 go back over minutes, it. 20 seconds into this podcast, 9.03 p.m., December 19th, I have spoken. <laughs> there it is, law laid down by the big homie Boris. What's wrong with me tonight? <laughs> I'm loving it, man. It's a good podcast so far. Yeah, it's a good podcast indeed. All right, Matt. One last thing before we go to the main event, which is your uh, top hit or I guess misses of the list. We're gonna be uh, next week. Um, bam, we're going to be reviewing, previewing the cards for the December 29th stardom show and nice new japan pro wrestling's wrestle kingdom which somehow doesn't have ftr versus ozzy open too yes ftr versus your boy yoshihashi and of course hiroki goto i feel sorry for goto he's just taking straight bullets <laughs> <laughs> i mean i feel sorry for yoshihashi because he's taking direct bullets <laughs> Uh, no, I, 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 he's Yoshihashi. It's all right. I, I'm sure he'll live. Uh, yeah, man. I'm excited for Wrestle Kingdom, though. That's going to be a good show. There's going to be like seven matches on that could, that could contend for our 123 of 2023. Yeah, man. Uh, that, that, that card is stacked, to say the least. Are we doing an aftercast? I think we should do an aftercast. I'll uh, yeah if I can get uh, Thursday off hundred percent yeah we'll try uh, unconfirmed but yeah we'll, I will try for sure. Let's just keep planning the podcast while everyone listens. Why, why don't we? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. That's good. I, I like to let people behind the curtain. So yeah, uh, we got to go back to uh, Wrestle Kingdom 2022 for a second here when we start the hardest cuts list, man. So the basic idea of this situation is we watch too much wrestling. We watch so much wrestling. All the time. I have since I was a kid. I love this stuff. So I, I've just in the last couple of years wanted to kind of start cataloging it and just kind of celebrating it because I love it so much. So that's why we're doing these 122 lists, these like year of uh, wrestling celebrations. We're going to do more top tens on BAM. We've already kind of started the top 10 list, but we're going to really lean into that in 2023 anyway. So 
in celebration of wrestling. These are some matches that I have actually cut from the list because there's so much wrestling that 122 is not enough. 122 spots aren't enough, Boris. I need more. So anyway, I still wanted to celebrate these matches that we will not be talking about on the big special. All right, that sounds good. Um, I feel like somehow this episode needs to have some sort of festivist reference because I aired the, all the grievances this week. <laughs> it's been an airing of grievances for sure. So, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess we're being a Grinch a little bit on these matches because we're saying they weren't good enough for our list. Okay. But at the same time, we're still saying they're great. There's so much wrestling out there nowadays that these are still great wrestling matches. It's just... They aren't they okay 122. I was literally gonna say that. Like I was thinking in my head, how can I quickly do the math audibly to just give people a an idea of how many matches, right? Like just let's like took at one let's take a look at one promotion. Let's take a look at AEW because that's probably the easiest one. Typically they have five matches on dynamite, times that by fifty-two, that's two hundred and sixty matches. Um remember that number, two hundred and sixty, okay. You have about four matches on Rampage, times that by 52, plus the 206. AEW has about 414. Let's put that up to four, at least 420 matches a year on television. And that's just on Rampage and Dynamite. Yeah, I'd say that's that's conservative, but I'm okay with it. 420 YOLO oh, Blazer Boris. Let's keep going. It's very conservative. I just said to give people an idea of how awesome it is. You're right. You know, I, you just keep I, rolling. Keep I'm rolling. Trying to, I'm trying to give you some credit, my friend. I'm agreeing, man. I'm saying that's even like that's even lower, man. No, there's so much damn wrestling, it's and that's easy. just one promotion. It's crazy, and that's the thing. That's just one promotion, right? If we take a look at you know WWE, you times that by a little bit. Let's just give that the 600 matches. We're looking at over a thousand matches just on the top two promotions, and that's just on regular television. We're not including including, you know, uh, pay-per-views, premium live events. We're not including other promotions. Like, we're looking at two to 3,000 matches that could potentially end up on this list. Talking this out loud, I need a, I need a life. <laughs> no, absolutely, man. Uh, no, I, I am not I am not arguing with anybody no. that I am a giant loser. Oh, Don't yeah. get me wrong. <laughs> I am a giant loser and a nerd, I and I do not apologize that for statement. that. <laughs> I uh, I do not apologize for that, my friend. That is uh, that is the life I uh, have chosen and love. So we're gonna get into uh, some of these wrestling matches. That basically the gimmick here is: if you think that I'm not giving this match enough credit, if you think it's not just like an A minus, it needs to actually be on the list at the end of the year. You holler at me if I uh, if I'm being a jaded wrestling fan. Boys. All right. Then I remember, I'm like giving you all the credit in the world, and then I remember one of the matches that you put on this list last year. Oh, oh yeah, exactly, exactly right. One that deserved to be on the list. One that deserved that, to be like number 10,000 on the match list last year. So you're talking about Kenny Omega versus John Moxley exploding barbed wire. How do you do ski? 100% D. <laughs> Yeah, well, that was polarizing indeed. So, but that's that's why it's good to have different, uh, you know, takes, different opinions. Oh my god, we're gonna get the stadium <laughs> stampede and the stupid list, aren't we? Was there a stadium stampede this year? I already don't remember it, if it happened. I don't know what they called it. Anyway, oh, okay. 
Uh, so let's look. This is these are the ten hardest cuts from January to May. I am going to present them to you, Boris, in chronological order. Uh, they are all four star matches, which here on BAM we define four out of five, eighty percent. It's an A minus here in Canada. Still a great match, but it's an A minus if you wanted to be a dick about it. All right. So we're going to start with Wrestle Kingdom 16, night one. It was Katsuyori Shibata versus Ren Narita, Shibata's comeback match. It was still a great match, great moment, especially the way we look at matches here. But honestly, with him coming back and having an excellent match against Orange Cassidy, I don't know if I can still justify putting this on the list. It was four stars, and the cutoff seems to be four and a quarter, so this one's gone. Yeah, that's a hard one, just because I think the moment outweighed anything that the match was the match literally could have been uh dexter loomis versus the miz in the latter match which is happening right now um and but if it was you know Sh shibata's like because it was shibata's return it elevated it so much more absolutely Having said oh. that i agree that it could be part of the hard cuts yeah, I think I think this is like it was it sucked to cut it. It was hard to cut it, but I at the end of the day it had to be cut, I think. Yeah, pour one out for Mike and Joe having to having to review Dexter versus Miz in a ladder match. Check out uh Tuesday morning cooked here on Sunday night's main event radio. Uh free episode, I think, coming up. If not, uh coming up soon. Anyway, okay, next up chronologically from January 10th, 2022. This was the best match of Dookie's career, the former captain New Japan. Dookie versus Tai Chi from Just Tap Out, Taka Tai Chi Mania 3, which I assume, just from this context, just from reading these words, is an independent promotion ran by Taka Michinoku and Tai Chi. Is that accurate? <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> That seems to be correct. Anyway, so Dookie versus Tai Chi. So the thing about this match is it was great, but it was uh, 28 minutes and like 45 seconds. So it's a whole lot of Dookie, if you will. <laughs> Good joke. Well played. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so yeah, we're going four, uh, four stars for this A minus excellent wrestling match. I don't regret watching it, but I honestly don't think it, it is going to find a place on our list of 122. I don't regret watching it, but I regret watching it. It's literally what you just said in, <laughs> no, in a I roundabout way. No, no, no. I love me some dookie. Alright, moving on. <laughs> uh, January 30th, 2022. This is the Battle of Los Angeles final. Daniel Garcia versus Speedball Mike Bailey. So they were trying to tell a story in this match. Lots of selling. Mike Bailey came in injured. Daniel Garcia looked awesome. But again, the classic PWG, way too long. Uh, uh, and, and just at the end of the day, I think A- minus is the perfect rating for this one. Great match, great wrestlers, but just God dang, it went an hour. Yeah, Mike Bailey likes his long matches. That's for damn sure. He does. Well, he's, he's exploring the space, and I appreciate that. But yeah, you're right. All right. The next up, one of three Okada versus Naito matches that we are cutting. So on our year, on our mid-year list, we had Okada versus Naito three times at four and a quarter. But I, I went back and like, do any of those stand out to you at all? 
does do you remember a single moment of any one of those matches now you would be hard pressed to say they weren't great but were they truly something special that's how we kind of quantify four and a quarter stars not just great but something special so no offense to the uh, okada naito oeuvre they've had like a dozen matches some of them are special, but the ones that happened in 2022, I don't think fans are going to remember. So we have Okada versus Naito from February 19th, New Japan Golden Series, and Okada versus Naito from New Japan Cup Night 14, March 26, 2022. Those ones have been cut. They are down to four stars. Uh, bumped them down slightly because I think in this crazy year, they're no longer something special, as insane as that is. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, then that's the thing, right? And uh, man, you know how I feel about Naito, and I, I, I feel like he just had the roughest go at the start of twenty twenty. Yeah, man, and he's been cat. He's been playing catch up ever since. Yeah, yep. that's totally right. That's totally right. Okay, buddy, this one might be a fight. I think you like this match a lot, and I only watched it once, and I remember thinking it was a PWG match, and I had it lower in my esteem than some. So tell me I'm an idiot. Alex Shelley versus Speedball Mike Bailey, multiverse of matches, April 1st, 2022. Four stars, A-. minus. What do you think? I, I agree that this one is there. Yep, I, I okay. agree. This one okay. was great. This one was great, but I think you summed it up best. It was a PWG match. And yeah. here's the thing. Here's the thing about these matches. They are great upon first watch. But they don't stick with you. The, no. you it's, like a, it's like a bag of Doritos. You know what I mean? It's junk food. Doritos sticks on you. Your hands. <laughs> That's a really good point. That's a really good point. I mean, it's not filling. You know what I mean? It's not like, yeah, but you're right. Yeah, that was a bad example. Doritos are very, very uh, uh, sticky. Oh, man. Now I want okay. like, some Cool Ranch. Oh, oh man. It's... For some cool... You know, I feel, I feel like trash right now. Like, I feel so bloated. It's disgusting and unsexy. <laughs> what you need. And, and I feel... <laughs> Oh, Boris, don't feel that way. You 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 look great, homie. But what you need, if you feel bloated and gross, is a full bag of Cool Ranch Doritos. Just smash it directly to your head for sure. That's what or, you need right now. Or some, I, you know, oh my God, this is gonna sound hilarious. I want some chocolate. What's wrong with me? <laughs> it's Christmas time, man. You know, it's uh, the Christmas cravings are <sighs> setting in, big homie. Okay, okay, so uh, next up, uh, Ilya Dragunov versus Roderick Strong from an episode, a random episode of NXT UK. Uh, another great match. I love Dragunov. I love Strong. They hit each other hard, but it was it was an edited TV match. You know, I would call it great for sure. It would have been one of the 50 best matches of 1982 or one of the 20 best matches. Who knows? You know what I mean? But uh, in this insane year of wrestling, I feel like Ilya Dragunov versus Roderick Strong from April 7th, 2022 belongs here. Yeah, I remember this match, uh, and it was a good match. But again, just 122 spots for the major list, for the for the main event list, for the main roster list. Absolutely right. You got to make so. This NXT match ended up on the NXT of our list. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You got to make some hard cuts. Got to kill your babies, as they say. And uh, uh, whoa, <laughs> that went dark well, real I, fast. I, no, that's that's an actual saying, but oh, yeah, yeah, it's a dark saying. It's a dark one. <laughs> some would say this is the AEW dark of our list. My God, it is exactly that. 
Okay, so next up on the dark portion of our list, a world title match from New Japan. Switchblade uh, Jay White defeats Kazuchika Okada at New Japan Dominion for the IWGP World Heavyweight title. Uh, uh, this was, yeah, New Japan Dominion of this year, June. I don't have the date uh, written down, unfortunately. I want to yeah, say I, that it happened on the 6th or the 7th. Okay, that seems about right. Again, it's Okada and Jay White. They're not going to have a bad match. This was a great match. Do you remember a single second of this match? So this one—that's a bad question for me. Uh, I do okay. remember this match okay. fully. Well, and the reason tell me, why, tell me. The reason why is because I watched the Mania in Vancouver with my brother. That's the reason why I remember oh, the date. Oh, nice. So it stood nice. out for that reason, right? Like I, I hold this card a little higher than a lot of people. Uh, because of that reason, because I did watch it with my brother, like I've mentioned many times, it's something so nostalgic for me. So when we do get to watch wrestling together, it always sticks with me. Having said that, this match is and this is like this was your your typical New Japan pro wrestling match where just like this podcast and my rants, they last a little too long. <laughs> But we love it anyway, and we keep <laughs> just, coming back for more. <laughs> just like New Japan be, pro wrestling. Absolutely. Speaking of New Japan Pro Wrestling, the third Okada Naito match comes in at number nine on our 10 hardest cuts today. So that's Okada versus Naito for May 1st. This is wrestling Dontaku. So I guess if I had this backwards, Dominion was actually in June. So this should have been at the bottom of our list. Apologies. So yeah, I screwed up the uh, chronologically. You had one job. I had one job and I blew it. All right. And uh, the final match we're going to talk about today, Darby Allen versus Kyle O'Reilly from double or nothing. That was May 29th, 2022. This was an awesome match. I feel so bad for Kyle O'Reilly. I do too. Being, being out of the game right now at a time when he was really picking up steam, had some important big matches, got some big wins, won this match against Darby Allen and uh, couldn't really follow up on that due to having a broken freaking neck. So pour one out for Kyle O'Reilly. Good Vancouver boy. Hope he comes back healthy soon. Um, I'm going to run through these 10 again real quick. And you just you tell me what off the top of your head is the best of these 10. Uh, Shibata versus Narita, Wrestle Kingdom, January 4th. Dookie versus Taichi, Taichi Mania, January 10th. Garcia versus Speedball, Battle of Los Angeles, January 30th. Okada versus Naito, New Year's Golden Series, February 19th. Okada versus Naito, uh, New Japan Cup, March 26th. Shelly versus Speedball, Impact Wrestling Multiverse of Matches, April 1st. Dragonov versus Roderick Strong, NXT UK, April 7th. Okada versus Naito, Wrestling Dontaku, May 1st. Darby Allen versus Kyle O'Reilly, AEW Double or Nothing, May 29th. Or Okada versus Switchblade, Dominion, sometime in June. All right. All right. All right. My favorite match of that list was Naito Okada from the New Japan Cup in March. Okay, nice, nice. Do you remember what, like, is there anything that stands out uh, about that one over the other two? Um, it was the pacing. It wasn't a, It wasn't an overly long match. Uh, and it was one of those things. And so the reason why I'm a huge fan of the G1 tournament uh, this year especially and is that they kept matches nice and short. And that t t tends to be a theme in these tournament matches or round-robin matches of the G1 where you're not getting 20, 30, 40-minute matches. 
Now you see, I, I agree. Uh, the time limit in the G1 is 30 minutes and they rarely go even close to that long. And if they do, it's supposed to be a big event. So yeah. that's a, that's a great, it's a great part of the G1. All right, man. Well, thank you very much for your feedback. Maybe I'll go uh, give that one another rewatch one of these days if I can before the end of the year. And of course, if you out there, if you're listening, if you're still listening, thank you so much. If you have any ideas for matches, you think I may have missed matches that you feel deserve to be pimped matches that you feel didn't get the love that they need in 2022 speak now or forever hold your peace exactly all right dude so to end this episode we're going to be playing a special song this actually that's hilarious because it is from the specials and it's in honor of terry hall who sadly passed away earlier today and uh yeah it's a it's crazy crazy stuff so what an episode it's crazy that we're already coming to the last few episodes of the year uh as always it has been a hell of a time chatting sports entertainment and wrestling with you matt uh if i yeah i got i got nothing else i honestly have nothing (laughs) else to say today you are bombed out and depleted hope y'all enjoyed this episode we're coming back with lots of stuff snme best of bam top 122 of 2022 we're hopefully gonna have our boy paul yorkie on to do a little year-end gimmick as well we could talk some hall of fame we could still talk wrestling observer hall of fame i guess we should do that maybe uh who knows anyway yeah let's do it next week next week we'll clean up all the year-end stuff that we haven't done it's going to be the year-end extravaganza it'll be the smorgasbord of bam the 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 smorgasbam i love it oh my god once again my dick is on fire with rock and roll or something like that let's please stop podcasting for the love of jeff we need to cut this (laughs) i'm forced (laughs) We need to be a little more tranquilo. Uh, yeah, yeah.